You know what'll solve all of these these racial police protests? A Pepsi. What the fuck is up, friends? Welcome to Bread and Circuses, the first ever episode we've recorded on StreamYard. We'll see if it was uh... the first ever episode. It's we're restarting. <laughs> we're now circuses and bread. Yes, of bread yes, and it's a good, it's a good, it's a good hard reset. Um, it's been a rough week for a lot of people, but uh, it hasn't been as rough of a week for you. If unless, or excuse me, it, you haven't had as rough of a week as the guy who reached out to Junior Seau's agent asking for his opinion on cannabis use in sports, only to find out Junior Seau killed himself 10 years ago (laughs) i fucking saw that dude (laughs) i actually just saw that earlier this afternoon i was like god damn dude like how hard is it to fucking google someone what (laughs) a fucking jackass like can you imagine yeah like you might want to look the guy up that you're obviously he looked something up he got in touch with his agent He must have had like an it thought he had like an in or something, like one of his friends or something knew the guy, maybe. He's like, Oh yeah, I know this guy. I'll fucking I'll mess with It was a prank. Agent. It was a prank. <laughs> they were like, hey, go, go ahead and hit up Junior Seau's agent. He's still totally alive. Honestly, too, if like if you're a sports journalist, don't you usually take like sports history classes and usually know that kind of stuff? Like when former players like died under um, like tragic circumstances. I, mean, I guess I guess it depends. Like, you know, if he graduated college 20 years ago, he wouldn't know if he didn't. I suppose that's true. Guy, the guy said he was mainly a basketball writer, but that was pretty big news when he did that. Like, it wasn't some side story. If he's Junior's, mainly a basketball writer, why the fuck is he writing something about the NFL and cannabis use, he, dude? The he wanted to end. talk about all athletes and cannabis use. Oh. As for like a recovery, a recovery type thing, I guess. Seems he might have uh, taken, you know, a little too, a little much, too much, much cannabis. Mo- take it. No, I think he might have bit <laughs> off a little more than he could chew there then because clearly he can't handle covering two, more than one freaking sport. He's <laughs> like, um, yeah, this is uh, so-and-so. I'm reaching out for uh, Mr. Aaron Hernandez. Uh, give me a call back. <laughs> that, that would be an interview, huh? <laughs> they do a seance. That that was the goal. Like we're gonna do a say we're gonna channel Junior Seau. Yeah, I read I read a thing being like hot jokes on you that journalist is a medium. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Um, I accidentally sent you a link. Did you see? Did you watch it at all or no? No, I haven't watched it. And I, you said we were going to watch it, watch it 
on here, but before we actually go on to that, what what yeah. was he even referring to with the cannabis use with the NFL? Like, um, let me see. I'll, I'll was that an actual thing? Is the NFL like like in uh like investing well, money in like cannabis use to cover like brain injury stuff or no? The so the NFL last year or the year before they got rid of the cannabis ban, so they won't drug test guys for weed anymore. Um. Because the and the amount of players that use CBD and the amount of states where it's legal and the fact that it actually can you know I mean help recover injuries to your brain and and speed up how quickly your body heals as far as inflammation um, they they legalized it in the NFL uh, but let me let me see good morning Mr Trotter I'm reaching out to Reach Junior Seau to hear what he thinks about the NFL donating one billion dollars toward the cannabis industry to study the impact of cannabinoids on treating pain so yeah you're that's right. the, yeah that's what I was referring referring to is like i did that really happen did they really donate a billion dollars or they must have that's Uh, that's awesome dude that's fucking sweet good for them now they just have to cover up the whole racism thing and they'll Uh, (laughs) yeah right you take one step forward fucking five steps back the whole i don't know i i personally like you see the because it was we, I guess we could talk about that. Brian Flores, the coach of the dollar, former coach of the Dolphins, he went to interview former coach of the Dolphins and known black man. <laughs> yeah, known black man. Well, he went to coach for he went to do an interview for the uh, for the New York Giants, and the other guy he was up against was also named Brian Brian DeBall, and Brian DeBall had interviewed the week prior, and Brian was Flores, Brian DeBall a former uh, Bill Belichick staffer, by the way. He must have worked for him at some point because Belichick had his number. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Brian Flores is flying in on the weekend to, like, he's, like, getting ready to board, like, the next day um, to go to interview in New York. And Bill Belichick texts him, hey, word in New York is you're the guy. Congrats. And Flores replies to Belichick, and he goes, "Uh, coach, was this for Brian DeBall or Brian Flores? I don't interview until tomorrow, or I don't interview until Monday. And Belichick goes, fuck, this wasn't meant for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Do you think Belichick knew? Like, I, I don't think he I, knew. I think he just was like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry, well, man. Like, I thought this was, you know, I don't think he I, knew it was like a big conspiracy. I think he just No, was, it wasn't. It. Well, so the NFL has what's called the Rooney rule where you have to to um, interview one minority coach every yes. time you, you have an opening. Yeah. So, I, I don't think Belichick was like trying to cover up for New York or anything. No. Like, that. like, I don't think he was involved. In it. I think he just. No, I, up and I just, think he did it to fuck New York because you think against, so. It's against the Rooney rule to make a hiring decision before you interview the minority coach to prevent shit like that from happening. So what happened was this guy flew out there, spent the whole weekend knowing he was interviewing for it. He was going to go in on Monday and interview for a job he wasn't going to get. Had to go rub elbows with the CEOs and the president and the GM and everything and then go do a four hour job interview Monday morning for something he knew he had no chance at getting. He knew it was over. Like I. I think it's incredibly shitty. I mean, regardless of whether it's racially charged or not, it's incredibly shitty to interview somebody knowing you have no intention to hire them. Yeah, I I would totally 
do the same thing Brian Flores did in, yeah. in this case because it's like, dude, if I had to pay, I'm sure he probably paid himself to fly out to New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If yeah. I got jerked around like that that bad, I would be fucking fuming, mm-hmm. dude. I would do dude, everything I, within my power to fuck the, that organization up. That I've that to me. sat through multiple job interviews myself where I knew I wasn't going to get the job and I knew the decision had already been made before I set foot in there and this was a formality. It's a shitty feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I here? What am I? It's a waste of time. Like, what am I doing? So I completely feel for him. The other That's thing bullshit. that really, the other thing that really sucks too is like the whole, like the whole scenario of him getting fired from the Dolphins. I thought was horse shit. Oh well, and then it came out the Dolphins they wanted to tank and they were offering him a hundred thousand dollars per game to throw the game. Yeah, which sucks because it's like, dude, Bright Ford is a fucking good coach. He was man. a good coach. Yeah. yeah, he is a good coach. Like he, yeah. I, uh, he's got an interview where at Houston or something. I think, yeah, well, so, I he may be blacklisted from the NFL. No pun intended. Which after, sucks. Like yeah. it sucks. Like that that would happen New, because that dude's a good coach. Like I the, know all the players had good stuff to say about him. Like he was. Yeah. Yeah. really intelligent you know like the only place that i could see taking him would be new england as a defensive coordinator again and i could see him being the heir to belichick's throne which i wouldn't mind at all like i could see that working out really well for everyone involved mm-hmm. that'd be uh, really cool man but no he got fucked and he should sue them because they blatantly mm-hmm. violated it if this thing's true about the dolphins which if it is i who knows um i mean Think about it from Bill's perspective. Dude, everybody knew that the Dolphins were fucking tanking oh, for yeah, Tua. Tank. That was like a meme like no, three this years was, ago. They were tanking. They wanted to tank this year. Again? Yeah, God wanted damn, tank. They wanted dude. Tua out. Yeah. Which is so. funny because there, there was – I mean, you know, there's always going to be like in a, like haters with high high prospects and stuff like that. But like, there's a lot of people that were like really concerned with Tua's like physical ability to play mm-hmm. in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, Yep, absolutely. And but I mean, he's he's been injury prone though, so it hasn't been all right. Not even just because he was injury prone, just because he doesn't have that strong of an arm. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's a smart guy, smart QB, but mm-hmm. you know he'd have to be in like a system that like that you works. know that took advantage of that. Like a he should have gone to the Saints to be honest. <laughs> For sure, but yeah, I mean it would. It's it is what it is now. But I mean this whole so like I don't know. What's your opinion on the Rooney Rule? I I think it is. It's kind of it because I've had black comics tell me this too, that because they would rather just see someone do a show with all white people on it than get offered a, sh- a role on a spot, a show just because they're black. Well, like, I, you know, it's, it's very, it's a little it's very different. condescending. I, it's and a it little is. different. Uh, I, I think it's a concerted effort by the NFL to try to get more players. It is, you know, honestly too, I don't even think it's, it's to try to try to get teams to hire more black coaches which you know that probably makes it happen but i think it's more to incentivize black like people that want to be coaches mm-hmm. because they at least know that somewhere they you know they have a chance to get an interview at least mm-hmm. like you know what i mean you don't have to fucking hire them but you just get yeah. an interview like the- i'm sure somewhere down the line it's fucking helped somebody get their foot in the door to be like an assistant coach or something possibly yeah i mean it's it's all fucked up which though. i mean like, uh, like look at look at teams now compared to like 20 years ago there's way more black assistant coaches mm-hmm, and coaching sure. staff members sure. and there were when did the Rooney rule get a Introduced. It's recently. I don't remember. I'd have to pull it up. But I mean, the the Pittsburgh coach 
and then the old Giants Tomlin. coach. Yeah, Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, Tomlin and, and then the old the old Giants coach that won the Super Bowl a bunch of times. Uh or two know. times. No, that was Coughlin. That was a white guy. No, no, no. The other guy. Uh oh, I don't know. Fuck, I gotta think of his name. The Giants head coach history. Uh, it was created in two thousand two, the Rooney okay. Rule. When I when I tell you the guy's name, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, because he beat the he beat the Patriots in the fucking in the yeah. in the so, Super Bowl. No, Tom Coughlin was the coach. I remember that. That was an old white guy. That was. It might be because here's Rooney Rule was created. Are you thinking Tony Dungy from the Colts? Oh yeah, Tony Dungy. Colts. That's right. Because that was because yeah. that was who was created. It was created in 2002 uh, for the firings of head coaches Tony Dungy of the Bucks and Dennis Green of the Vikings at a time when Dungy had a winning record and Green had just had his first losing season in 10 years. Uh, yeah, like it is. Uh, Brian Flores had two out of three winning seasons. Like you think that's horse shit that he got mm-hmm. fucking fired? And, and his quarterback like, was hurt most of the year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like yeah. And, and the team that he took over was. Fucking hot garbage, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, he's no, he was no uh, Marvin Lewis, who was a fucking just cancer for the Cincinnati Bengals for years. Marvin Lewis was the opposite of the rule. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. like you don't have to keep him for twenty years. Like you I know can that get rid old, of him. I know that that old Browns coach was coming out and saying he was getting paid to tank too. But I mean, like oh, that Hugh guy Jackson. Is, Hugh Jackson is just a shitty head coach. Those oh, he, teams, was, he, he sucked. Coach everywhere. sucks, yeah. man. Yeah. They didn't have to pay you extra. Yeah, Hugh Jackson, the now candidate for richest man in the world. <laughs> like, is what? No, if Hugh Jackson was really getting paid a hundred grand a game to lose, he would probably be the richest man. Yeah, in the remember world. he lost every <laughs> single game, dude. He's terrible. He's like one of two coaches to ever do that. He's a terrible coach. This is terrible. So yeah. <laughs> No, I don't. Nobody had to encourage Hugh Jackson to lose. That was never an issue yeah. for him. Like that, there was no incentive. An, he had an incum- like an incumbent coach, the old uh, guy that was kind of like responsible for the Saints' defensive like injury bonuses. Oh, you're talking. Oh, the oh fuck, what was that? Bounty Gate. That was, yeah, uh, the, the guy kind of res- yeah. Williams. Greg Williams yeah. was the interim coach when they fired Hugh Hugh. Jackson. Jackson. Hugh not, Jackson. Not yeah. Hugh Jackman. Not Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the and I mean, prisoners. They almost had like a winning season after he got fired and yeah. took over. So it's like it's pretty impressive, you know. He was just a bad coach. His players yeah. hated him. His fans yeah. hated him. Everyone hated him. Before we get off of football, Super Bowl predictions, who do you got? I don't even care, dude. Either one no. could win. And I'd be, yeah, I, I'm leaning more towards Cincinnati just because Zach Taylor. Yeah. Be cool to see him get a Super Bowl win. Go but I mean, it. I've always liked. Um, oh, uh, Matt, I've always liked Matthew Stafford. So have yeah. I. So. I've always felt, yeah, I mean, look at, dude, how would you like to be Detroit? This guy's there for how many years? The second he leaves, he wins a Super Bowl or he goes to the Super Bowl. Like, come on. I, uh, I was rooting for Cincinnati. Like, I'm a New England fan. Obviously, I wanted them to win. I knew they weren't going to even get past the first round against the Bills. So I just kind of, meh. That was the but, same uh, with me with the Eagles. Like, I I mean, I knew there, it was a, 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 a miracle that we even made playoffs yeah. this year. I didn't even expect it. I knew it was going to be a rebuild season anyway with the new coach and a new, you know, new co- starting quarterback and everything for the full year. But, like, the fact that we made playoffs and had so many pro bowlers is pretty cool. So Yeah. 
Well, my brother's a lifelong Cincinnati fan. Why he stuck with them his entire life is beyond me. Yeah. But um I like I was like, you know, if the Bengal if the Patriots lose in the first round but the Bengals win, like just win a playoff game. That was their Super Bowl up until yeah, dude. three days ago. I was like, just <laughs> win a play like I'll be happy because my team I'm a Patriots fan. My team has won more suit, more championships since before I was old enough to buy a beer than most sports fans see in like three lifetimes. Yes. So like I'm cool with it. No big deal. That's that. If they don't win, that's fine. Yeah. I'd like to see it, but I don't get invested in it like that anymore. What else is there for me to see? I've seen, you know, I've seen it all, but so he's, <laughs> he said he recorded his reaction and I'll, I'll play the audio for it. Uh, when they made the field goal here to win the game. Here. he ran outside (laughs) yeah that's him running through his neighborhood screaming that's awesome dude no i i totally get it i remember like five years ago the fucking eagles made it to super bowl and ended up winning dude and that was like incredible man that was five years ago holy shit time was five years ago so Um, i i get it man i i know people from cincinnati from the military i have a a couple of friends that are big Bengals fans that i uh that i used to always give shit that the Bengals sucked so it's really cool seeing like a guy go and turn the team around you know any so here anyone who was willing to put up with the Cincinnati Bengals organization for that long, you deserve this. Yeah. And it's a mm-hmm. double-edged sword because Kansas City fans also deserve this. I mean, honestly, they too, just got like, put through. Honestly, <laughs> too, like I like lose. I don't mind the Rams either. Like I don't think no. the Rams are like a, you know, I mean they they made it to the Super Bowl a few years ago. They 20 years know, ago. I it's cool for 20 the, years ago. No, the Rams made it to the Super Bowl. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and Brady yeah. beat them. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. But uh, like it's, I think it's cool for the city of LA because you know LA fans will never cheer for a team when they're in a slump. So like it's good for the Rams to get in there and relocate back to LA, and then yeah, immediately just start like playing well as opposed to like the Chargers that went to LA and like nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, them. Like, Who, the Chargers hadn't played bad either, so that's what was weird about it. Mm-hmm. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Go Bengals! I think they're gonna win. Um, <laughs> I, it's gonna be. I'm just gonna watch it and have fun with it, man. Same like, here. Me uh, and my fr- me and my brothers and my friends, like you know, we we like showing, cheering on Joe uh, Joe Burrow and everything. Joe Burrow, Joe Joe Cool. Yeah, Joe. He's become a fucking enigma. It's great. That's I know it's awesome, dude. It's cool. That, and Nebraska hired the wrong ex quarterback, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, the wrong ex quarterback head coach. Yep. Remember everybody too? Like a year ago was all like, man, Zach Taylor, fucking wrong man for the job, fucking sucks, yeah. dude. And now Mickey he's like, Mouse offense, it'll never work. And nope, <laughs> here we are. I hope he doesn't end up like Doug Peterson, just like wins a Super Bowl yeah. and then a few years later is That's fucking fire. <laughs> Doug Peterson now with the Jaguars, by the way. Yes, he um, is. I yeah, no, I'm the Jags and the Colts I, play each other twice a year, by the way, too, with Wentz up in Indiana yeah. or uh yeah, in Indianapolis. Well, so it was a little bit different with Peterson because you had 
Peterson won it with a backup quarterback and a team that just got hot at the right time and then faded. You know, out. it's not even that they got hot because they were they were good the entire season, mm-hmm. man. I mean, Wentz was a Q, uh, MVP candidate. It was going to win yeah. the MVP before he got hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean. They they secured the first round by like they were hot the whole season. I honestly just think that what was the real key to that team doing so well was the fact that they had Frank Reich as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, and, and like everybody, because I think Doug Pearson is a good coach too. Yeah. It's just like they had like that combination of everybody doing well. You know mm. what I mean? So, yep, that was yeah back when Nelson Aguilar was worth the shit. Yeah, when Nelson Aguilar was like a good. It's, it's funny that he's on the was doing with the Patriots because he's basically just like a He'll slot be gone. receiver. He'll be gone. Well, well the Patriots like million next year. It's not the, getting paid. Trust the me. The Patriots like the Patriots like field just like three slot receivers out there mm. every year in their offense so it works like, yeah. it works for him what can you see uh let me i got a couple videos i want to show you before we go out of this not football related now the endless so let's see uh share screen let's okay um don't want to talk about football for like 20 minutes yeah otherwise we bore people <laughs> um hold on uh you know what god damn this fucking thing Hold on. Talk real quick. I'm going to I'm going to go put my password in. Oh man, putting me on the spot here, huh? Shit, I don't even know what to talk about right now. Um, I guess we could uh, if I go off on a tangent about what we're going to talk about, then we're going to end up talking about it for 20 minutes. So, okay, we're good now anyway. So, okay, yeah. sweet. Oh, we'll we'll talk about this after after we, can't. we watch this video actually. God damn it. Okay, it's the first time doing StreamYard, so it's it's kind of fucked up. Uh, there's a video of people we can't do it until the next time we do it. So it's, it'll, it'll be good next time. But right now, it's we're not going to be able to watch it, this show. But there's a video of people fighting at a Golden Corral. And one guy <laughs> picks up a high chair and <laughs> hits him in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a girl in the face? Uh, another guy. Oh, that's pretty funny, dude. Yeah, he smacks him in the face with a high chair at the Golden Hell, Corral. Oh, yeah, dude. The I Golden just, Corral. <laughs> what a, I mean, what a fitting venue for that to go down. Yeah, at, that's right? like a that's like not that surprising, you know. That's like a fight going off at the fucking Denny's at two in the morning. You know what I mean? Like is, pan or the the uh, the pancake house or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Waffle House. Waffle, Waffle House. house. Yeah. yeah, that's like a fight going down at Waffle House. Like you're just like, eh, all right. I, like, <laughs> I remember um, after an MGK concert one time, uh, one of my black friends took me to Waffle House for the first time in my life, mm. and we're leaving, and I'm like, like yeah, I don't know. I'm like, hey man, question, is that the kind of place where you're supposed to tip? Or is that like a McDonald's type place? And he goes, no, dude, that's like waitresses that make like 25 cents an hour. You didn't tip? And I went, no. And he's like, that's why they were like looking at us when you left. And he's like, hey, I'm just glad the stereotype was finally reversed for once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. But, you know, Waffle House is a great place. We need them up north, I think. You guys have what, Whataburger where people go to fight? What, uh, yeah, it's because Whataburger is open. Uh, it's open 20. Well, I think it might now close at like four. It might close at like four in the morning. Oh, due to COVID, you have to. You can't fight no, four in the morning. I think back in the day, too, it might have even back in the day. Like, I think it might have even like closed for like two, three hours, like at, you know, the ridiculously early parts. And I, I don't remember because I never went at that time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Whataburger was the place that was open at two o'clock in the morning and all the drunk people would go to go get fucking, you know, fat, good fast food burgers. So dudes would 
fucking fight all the time. And they have they literally like in all the all the Whataburgers have like security guard like like actual security guards, not just yeah. like a fucking fat lesbian bitch in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like an actual like fucking security guard that's probably paid pretty well, like oh, God. <laughs> to, to actually like rough people up if they start fucking fighting. In there. What a fucking that's fucking great. I see. You don't you know what I mean? There's like those cheap. There's those yeah. cheap security guard places that you'll hire where they just hire like a fat oh, allied security. Something like yeah, yeah. That's who <laughs> patrols my apartment. They're contracted to drive through the parking lot once every thirty minutes. In the years that I have lived here, I have seen them one time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's worth and like you see these security guards in like the malls and shit like that. It's I I have no respect for these guys. I'd I'd be more fearful of a normal citizen telling me to stop than this guy. It, he's in um the uh west they don't carry any weapons no. they carry like pepper spray or no something. they don't even let them have that they don't trust yeah. them with that and you know what they shouldn't trust them with that yeah it's probably true well they, they always say like uh the biggest deterrent for anything when it comes to security is just presence, presence. so yeah yeah it's and, a cheap you know, way to stop some stuff from going on you know yeah well they're they're there for to be a witness like you go into the bank that security guard he's not going to pull up and start shooting people you know unless don't they have like a way to quickly contact the police to no no they're there to be a witness literally (laughs) that is their job because like when i i used to work in a bank branch years and years ago and i would part of my job was i had to um um, onboard new security guards because there was a new one like every other week because they just <laughs> idiots. So <laughs> yeah, I would read them their responsibilities, literally their job description. So they'll patrol the parking lot once every hour. They never do that. They they sit there on their phone. Um, they'll patrol the and they ask for the bathroom key or to be let into the break room. Like that, that was what they would do. But literally, if they're there, they're told, do not intervene in a robbery under any circumstances unless your life is or someone else's life is directly in danger. Totally fine. I understand that. It's FDIC insured money. Who fucking cares, right? They tell the employees that too. Same thing. The the security guards, very descriptive. Their only job description is if you get robbed, you are a witness. Remember what the person looked like, what they drove here in. See if you can write their. Um, license plate down discreetly, uh, race, tattoos, scars, anything along those lines. Do they have actual firearms? Uh, anything like that. Like, that's your job. That and What they smell like. Yeah, what they smell <laughs> weed, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that, yeah, that's a sexy whole... voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, there's two types of security guard, and there is absolutely no in between. This is the first kind, which is the most common, like you said, the big fat slob that just wants to fuck off at work all day and play on his phone for eight he hours. Just paid a day. like thirteen bucks yeah. an hour. They like, get paid, yeah, I, probably not even that. And yeah. they just they want to go fuck off for eight hours and then go home. There's that guy, which is probably about seventy eh, percent of security guards, and then there are the guys that think this is the Navy SEALs. And they are hardcore. No, they're the guys that are like probably been to prison before, you know, yes, for like a violent, actual cops. like not like murder or anything, but like like a violent kind of like beat Assault, the shit out of somebody rape, in yeah. a fucking bar parking lot or something. Yeah. You know? like all the guys I always see in the Waterburger security there are like guys that like look like they would fuck somebody up. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, like, and 
so those are the two that like companies usually hire. It's like the the over the top. I think I'm in the fucking you know in the middle of Syria type guys. Like you guys wearing a bulletproof vest to be a mall cop. Well, yeah, that's what they do. They wear they wear like vests like that. At and a place like, well, like that, I can understand. Yeah, here's the thing: is because they work at, at Whataburger, where regardless mm-hmm. if there's a security guard, there's gonna be drunk people fighting mm-hmm. in the parking lot. So they really do need to be able to fucking tussle with people. Right. You know I mean? So so the guys I I described were the standard kind. There are if you're willing to pay more there are like legit ex-military people that can actually fuck like you're talking about people like and if you go into like clubs in bad areas in big cities you'll see yeah you'll see those guys you'll see those guys military actually packing heat like they can Mm -hmm. fuck you up and they cost a lot more but it's a lot better and it's not some fat slob on his phone all day yeah, like, they're actually there for presence to stop people that were thinking about doing some dumb yep. shit. And then they're actually there with the ability to stop because there's, like there's going to be people at Whataburger that are going to fight regardless <laughs> if there's a security. And I mean, there's like those bars that like are like real crazy clubs that mm-hmm. know that they need to hire bouncers that yep. like will actually fuck somebody up. You there know was I mean? that one in Atlanta. Um, it was the female security guard. A guy got in a, a tussle with someone else and tried to walk back into the club with an AK-47 and she shot him yeah he lived but she shot him you know if she wasn't there who the fuck knows what happens exactly so i mean there are like don't get me wrong shitting on everyone in security it's just the average company malls targets banks that hire security are going the cheap route there was a bar that i really liked outside of fort bliss that was called the three-legged monkey dude fucking awesome name and the the all the weight all the like the staff there was fucking awesome dude yeah the bar food there was good as fuck. Like mm-hmm. it was a cool place, and they ended up having to close down because some motherfucking drunk soldier guy got into a fight with somebody and lost, and then came back with a pistol from his house and shot the guy that whooped his ass. You kill him? Yeah, they killed him. So they oh had to fucking God. close the bar down, and like they lost it due to all the legal fees and everything oh that happened with it. God. But I'm just like, if that place would have had an armed security guard, that motherfucker would not have killed that dude. And we would still have the three-legged monkey up and running. I could still go get those dope-ass <laughs> fucking chicken sandwiches from there, man. There was uh, there was this bar that we went to um, back in the day called The J. Mm-hmm. And it was like... A was Creighton. that the place by Creighton? Yeah, it was the Creighton <laughs> bar. And it was like notorious. It would never card anybody. Mm-hmm. And we never went to Creighton. But like it was super stupid cheap beer. And like, and like I walk in there and the bouncer's more drunk than me. Guy comes up to me. He goes, I didn't see your ID, man. And I just went... <laughs> No, it's okay. And well, he went, all right. All right. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, bro. So I'm surprised there. nobody ever got fucking stabbed there. Oh, shit. no. Someone did. That's part oh, of why. So I went, I'm there one night, and um, Bouncer comes running back. Everybody's got to get the fuck. Same drunk guy. Everybody's got to get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? There's like the cops here. And they're like, I was 21. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm, I'm just in an establishment. I'm like, are the cops here? Did someone serving a minor or some shit like that? So, like, we're leaving. And then come to find out, this guy, this kid got fucked up on not acid, but like some type of synthetic acid, the fake shit. And it made him freak out. And he just went and knocked on this girl's dorm up the street and just stabbed her and ran away. Uh, like there were cop fucking SWAT teams and shit. Ever the kid got like a week in jail for it. Um, of course. Yeah, well, did the girl get? Did the girl die or anything? No, she or? lived. 
But I mean, honestly, I, it takes it takes more than like a one stab to usually kill somebody from stabbing unless, them. Unless you get them in like the throat or you pierce their heart or some shit it, like that. Yeah but, yeah, but like even if you stab somebody in like the chest or something like that, like they might have to be fucking hurt forever. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I've never stabbed anybody, so I couldn't tell you. I don't have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of experience with stabbing. No, um, I, I I've never stabbed anybody for the record. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, he he did like a week. I, I feel like. You should do more than a week if you stab someone, though. Yeah, assault with a deadly weapon usually gives you like a couple of years in prison. You know, yeah. I mean, if, yeah. if the dude was a black dude, he would have definitely got five, six oh, years sure. in prison, dude. He probably would have sure. been killed by Derek Shaw. He might have so. got killed on the fucking street, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, so I, my brother sent me a thing. Uh, you know that Roblox game that the kids play? Yes. <laughs> the kids, I sound old as fuck. He said someone recreated the Derek Show, or not, was it my brother? It might have been Monty Scott. One of them sent it to me. Someone recreated the Derek Chauvin murder or the George Floyd murder on Roblox. So you, That's not was, surprising. There dude. were like six other cops standing around. And then there was one Roblox thing that said Derek Chauvin. And then there was a black one that said George Floyd. And there were like 20 other Roblox things around going, no, what are you doing? Stop. Dude, Roblox <laughs> yeah. is like the Wild West of fucking kid stuff. Because Good. They need exposure moderated. to it. Yeah, they dude, need none it. of it's moderated. That's the closest to 4chan they'll ever get, most of these kids. <laughs> it's I, like 4chan light, dude. Like that's 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 a, an interesting drug into fucking 4chan for him. Mia's, Mia's little sister plays it. I don't know. What is it? It's just it's just a kid game, right? It's I don't know anything like about Minecraft, it. It's kind of like Minecraft, but like a little more guided, I guess. A little okay. less like, you know, yeah, I mean, everyone's played Minecraft I think before. I like, play, yeah, I played it little, in high school. Yeah, I think if you're younger than 30, you've probably played, played Minecraft before. It's safe Minecraft was alright. Like it, Minecraft's we, fun for kids. Yeah. I think it's just like playing a Lego video game. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's cool for kids to be able to play that. Yeah. Roblox is kind of like that because you can make like all this custom stuff, but like mm. it's it's like the kind of cursed shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like real bad quality stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> next like a level 77 Roblox character. No, I have He's nephews. Kicking that, ass. <laughs> I have a nephew that's really, really into Roblox, man. So trust me, like I've been there, I've seen him play it, I've watched it like because you know how little kids are. They like mm. to they they yeah. like to play video games and have you watch and like ask questions and stuff yeah. about it. So that's Do, that's uh, my my knowledge of Roblox is is all from that. <laughs> Do kids still call each other fags on online games? Or oh hell yeah, know? dude! I didn't know if it was still a thing. Hell yeah, dude, 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 the online video games are not fucking Tumblr and Twitter, you know what I mean? I I didn't know if the the wokeness of public schools had removed that, and now they're like, kids are like, you fucking, you straight? No, you know what you know what I've I've seen is a lot of times is it's like older like dudes that like guys that are like thirty that still work at fucking GameStop. uh, No, not that work at GameStop. Like they're like thirty, but they still work for like a lawn mowing company. You know what I mean? Are those are the kind of guys that will call like the twelve year olds and eight year olds faggots on video games? You know what I mean? And then the kids are just like, "Whoa, like what?" I remember those guys. I don't play a whole lot of video games like uh, online where there's a lot of kids involved with it. But that's like, always good. 
Well, I, a, I would play. I would play Call of Duty like on my computer like a few years yeah. ago with my little brother. And like yeah. I remember, there would be like fucking twelve year old kids talking about like, and there were like twelve, thirteen year old kids talking about like smoking pot and shit. Yeah, like, yeah I was like, ah, oh, this is funny, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, Xbox Live, the old like Halo three days. Those were the fucking wild, wild west, man. Yeah, it I was. Re- it's fucking Vietnam on that shit, man. I like, remember. <laughs> There was this guy on there, and he was like, yeah, I've been playing Modern Warfare for 12 hours straight. And then he was started telling us about how he quit his job to play Modern Warfare. And, you know, back then, it was like, what kind of loser is that? And now it's like, wow, what kind of Twitch deal do you have? Because <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, I remember to- that was like back in the day, like the big uh, – the uh, not – I keep wanting to say depression, the fucking um, – recession the recession yes yeah it was around that time yeah yeah it was around that time that's like i don't know i feel like a lot of people our age kind of coped with everything going on with their families and stuff with that by just playing xbox live like playing modern warfare (laughs) that was the way to do it man it'll be interesting to see how people cope with the one that's coming up soon (laughs) Um, with roblox man Roblox will be the way. Doing, Roblox doing will be the fucking, way. Uh, doing a Drake concert in Roblox. Like. Roblox will save us. That's that's huh. the episode title. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're gonna Roblox our way out of this bitch. Okay, like that's. Yeah. We're really, really headed towards some troubling times man like i fucking sat down like because the housing market right now so i i was no and you know part of it it's the winter nobody wants to move in january february right like that sucks mm-hmm. but i was like there are like no decent houses for sale right now none and i'm looking well, omaha at is, omaha has a really bad real estate shortage too so yeah, just so like you, everywhere you else gotta, no, I now, Omaha are, is like Omaha was bad before the pandemic. Yeah. Now it's like exasperated like tenfold. So, dude, there are two hundred thousand houses for sale nationwide throughout the entire country. That is insane. That's insanely low. So like and you think about it, because I was talking to my grandma the other day who was telling me, you know, I get like offers like, you know, you sell your we'll buy your house for eighty grand more than what you paid for it, but it's like, where do you go? You go somewhere else, it's going to cost 80 grand more than it should. You know, pay 80 grand a year to some shitty apartment. Yeah. Well, it's like they raised my rent. They raised my rent this year by 50 bucks a fucking month. Ours got raised last year. I'm sure it'll get raised again. But no, we get fucking. um, There was like, I get, because there's a car shortage too, right? Everything's short. I get letters in the mail from the dealership once or twice a month that I bought my car from. Hey, we'll give you 10 grand over sticker for your car because we need cars that bad. I'm like, you know, man, that sounds really good, but what the fuck am I going to drive then? You know? Get me to like, drop you off everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, what well, am I going to, because like, no, seriously, because then what? I buy a new car <clears throat> and I got to pay taxes on the new one and I got to probably, I'm going to pay 10, 11 grand over sticker for that one. So I'm in the same hole. Like, I might as well just keep what I have, you know? And it's we're really headed. So I sat down and I analyzed this thing today. And so what I have gathered is you have just got the two biggest generations in the history of this country. You got the millennials and you got the boomers. And Are millennials really we're bigger than big? boomers. Yeah, biggest so generation. Gen yeah. X really. Well, Gen X isn't very big. Why though? Is that like boomers? I've, I've never kids. heard that before. Is that because yeah. they consider millennials to be like a twenty-year generation? Like it's no a one big, can never fucking agree it's on a how big, big the gap. Team. Yeah, and it's and that's part of it. Um, but the boomers didn't have a lot of kids. The boomers would have like one or two kids compared to like their parents that had three, four, five, six. You know, 
Um, so you have the two biggest generations in the history of this country. You got the millennials and you got the boomers, and they've been heading in the in the same dire- or opposite direction, or excuse me, the same direction as each other. Going to different places, obviously, one's going towards starting a family, one's going toward retirement, and they just came to a huge crash at the intersection. So what's going on is you have record. I mean, millennials, people are they're looking to start families, they're looking to buy houses, they're looking to get married, stuff like that. Uh, you have record numbers of people in apartments, which will mean you have record numbers of people trying to get out of apartments. So everyone at the same time is trying to get a house. Now, the boomers they're starting to head toward retirement age, right? Some of them already are. Every generation throughout the history of this country as they've retired has downsized. Think about like your great grandma. After all her kids were out the house, she might've moved to a smaller house, to a condo, to an apartment, to an old folks home, whatever. The boomers are the first generation to not do this. Not only are they keeping their property, they're buying more to use yeah, as they rental have a, investments. They have a ton of rental investments. Yes. Yeah. So right now, and on top of that, you've got I mean, there's record inflation, obviously, that goes without saying that's just going to be it is what it is. But on top of that, you've got the pandemic caused all of these supply chain issues. So you can't even get fucking lumber in. You can't get building supplies in there's and there's a huge price increase on that. So now not only can you not buy one, you can't even build one. So Mm -hmm. we have records, record high demand. I think that might be more cause. I, I really do think that that might be more like more causal than than uh, than what's it what's the other word uh, not cause the causation what, what is it correlation uh, yeah I think that might be more causation than correlation too well, by the way I'm, with what like the supply shortages and everything. well yeah but I mean that you gotta that think we've been in either way yeah. well you gotta think we've been in like two years of yeah fucking these supply well, chain shortages man like regardless we're really feeling the brunt of it now for sure. like, regardless there's just, I mean whether it was COVID or not there was a huge supply chain court yeah I know everything, yeah everything's fucked so you've got record high demand mixed with record low supply and inflation is out of control, which so, that's that's what causes inflation. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. The bright part, the bright side of this is it has to correct itself. There's no op- it it's has to change. Itself. There's it's going to be correct. a correction. Yep. <laughs> it has to correct itself. If it doesn't, we don't have a country anymore. Like that's literally how simple it is. Like, you, like if it doesn't, if it doesn't correct itself, they can't expect people to just go along with with not being able to own property and and, and record high inflation. And it's I don't $20 think. For I don't think bread. the government will collapse over it. I think what will happen is markets the economy will. Collapse. Yeah, I mean the economy is kind of a general term. You know what I mean? Like I I think that what will end up happening is once COVID kind of goes away, which mm-hmm. I think we're right about there. You know well, what I mean? Like, exist in the first place to go. Away. Well, you know what I mean? Like pandemics have historically yeah. last a couple of years. And yeah. We're like, we just passed the two year mark, like, or we're about to pass the two year mark. And like, yeah. I know everyone's still kind of trying to blow up like the Sugma fucking. Is that variant. the new one? I don't know, dude. The I don't pay variant. attention anymore. I don't pay attention. Yeah, I, Every, I mean, everyone's I, the nuclear bomb one that's going to kill us all, and none of them ever do. So when I, I go out, man, the only people that really take the fucking stuff seriously really anymore are like businesses because they don't want to be that sued. business that had an outbreak happen. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I see it at my work, dude. I'm like looking around, and everyone's being still crazy about it. I'm just like, yeah, dude. Like people are vaccinated now, they get sick, they're gone for like two days, and they come mm-hmm. back and they're fucking fine. You know yeah, what I mean, like it's I'm, like my grandma would, you know lifelong smoker my mom got it they live together and uh i'm like hey 
did you ever get sick? She goes, I had a head cold for two or three days. I'm assuming that. I don't, I mean, I I don't, I'm not one of those people that think code is fake. I'm just like, no, I don't actually think it's fake. It's a joke. Yeah, I know it's a meme, but like, there are people that legit like think that, but I'm just like, dude, like back, you know what I mean? Like businesses and everything don't go all crazy for the flu. Like, you know what I mean? Which at this point now that people have the vaccines off. It's just a flu, man. It's It's really just just a a bad flu now. Like I, I might've got COVID before again after getting the vaccine i don't fucking know man but i know i had covid before the vaccine and it fucked me up the difference between covid and the flu is when people in my household get the flu i actually get it too i don't with covid so that's (laughs) that's that's the only thing i can tell the difference between. yeah i have no idea i i don't know man but like i I, i'm i think it's just the businesses or just Mm -hmm. don't want to be that business that caused a fucking outbreak you know what i mean the uh because the public scrutiny that they would get behind that would be mm. real bad and be a real big fucking oh, yeah. shit on their be, shit you don't stain be on those the record. Guys. Exactly. I, uh, no one's enforcing it here. The mask mandates. No businesses. You walk in. No one tells you. No. Nobody cares. I don't wear one. No it's like if you if you you know what I mean if there weren't fucking reports and stuff of people reading online reports of like cases and stuff you wouldn't even know what was going no. on you know what I no. mean like no you really wouldn't so I one I think statistic- I really do think that that's because of the the vaccine efforts too like it's it's good I think it's good that, I mean I don't uh, think the vaccine's been too bad um I think part of it's the virus's natural life cycle is it's not going to be as deadly as it continues to evolve it's just a combination you know, of things happening at the right time I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily even the the fact that it kills. You know what I mean? It's like the fact that like when it used to be when you would catch it, it would like knock you on your ass seriously yeah. for like two weeks, dude. Like a lot of people yeah. would get really that's sick. That's what happened to me. Yeah. And like that's I think that's a general cause for alarm. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. like if you're going to get really sick for two weeks, like that's bad. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so but like now people now, like if if you get it, it's like not even it's just, you know, like three, four days, two days, three days like you know what i mean no for Um, sure and one of the uh numbers they like to throw around is like the icu capacity right it's oh the icus are at 83 percent well icus typically from what i read offer or operate anywhere from like 60 to 70 percent on an average day prior to covid anything like that so and that number will go up and down so New Year's Eve, bunch of drunk driving accidents. The ICU might be a little bit higher capacity. You know, it, like it Plus, is, we don't ban with all the New Year's, with all the New Year's and Christmas parties anyway. Like a lot of people were around each other. Yeah. you know what I mean. Well, I'm, I'm talking pre-COVID. Yeah. I'm talking pre-COVID. ICUs operate at capacity all the and time. Why, I don't know why people think hospitals are like these like fucking heavens of like they're private company hospitals, yeah. dude. They are scumbags. They For fucking sure. they sure. don't hire as much. No. as many people as they need they keep no. their emergency rooms and icus super understaffed because they can't you know they don't want to pay they don't want to pay them and whether or not that's because the you know hospitals are super expensive to run or if it's because the hospital boards want to get their fucking you know with their money million money for any, doing nothing just like education man it's administrative bullshit these people that shouldn't have jobs are making six seven figures a year and it's horseshit so mm. i mean you get these fucking like oh, people, oh, the hospitals are going to be overrun. The hus- dude, the hospitals charge me four hundred dollars for a fucking ibuprofen. If dude, the hospitals aren't money. investing that money properly, that's a them problem. Maybe I they should have planned better. When I broke my foot, like when I back in twenty eighteen, dude, I went to an emergency room hospital. Dude, they had like one fucking RN that was handling mm-hmm. the entire emergency room. I'm just like, 
and there was like one doctor there and yeah. one RN and the RN was yep. doing everything. And I'm just like yeah. looking around going like, there's maybe they should have some more people here, dude. The guy was like, this hospital serves like the entire like Western half of Kentucky or some shit. I'm like, there's a lot of people here, man. I mean, just you guys should probably hire some more fucking people. Right. You know well, there's I mean? a doctor shortage too. No one wants to be a doctor. Cause you can go be a, what is it? A physician's assistant or something like that for less time and make close to the same amount of money and way less student loan debt so it's you know it's like who fucking cares? Uh, they should do it what what hospitals should do what like a lot of trade places do mm-hmm. is like pay for people to go to school for it yeah just to guarantee that you'll work there yeah for sure pay pay for i think they actually do have like a nurse to doctor much like there's the nurse to hoe pipeline that we've spoken of there's a nurse hmm. to doctor pipeline uh but no so like and you know that, I think that's the one thing that happens with the doctors though is like yeah they make like you know 150 200 grand a year working whatever they do but i mm-hmm. mean they work a lot for one but also like they have like 40 years of student debt that they have to pay yeah. off a lot too well so and a lot of money but a lot of money of that fucking paycheck is going out <laughs> that's a good way to circle back to what we were talking about with this impending economic crisis um mm-hmm. there are if they wanted to stimulate the economy and they wanted to help specifically stimulate people under 35, right? What they would do is they would waive student loan debt and maybe not all of it for everybody, but a significant portion. Because I, honestly, if you truly might... wanted, if you truly wanted younger people to start owning more homes, you would put three, $400 more a month in their pocket. That's... No, you know what else they would do too, is they would do a lot like what Clinton did like 20 years ago where they build like, you know they I mean they build like affordable housing like that was a thing that clinton did with the affordable housing act eh, affordable housing usually turns into fucking section eight though and you know drug dealers and prostitution. i mean it's not like that shit's not going on anywhere now you know what I mean? yeah but i i'm the average person that that, that i'm speaking about probably isn't going to want to live in that type of area you know what if i mean they're, if they're building new houses and housing areas that are like you know sitting around like the one uh, for omaha like a modest house is like 180 grand you know yeah I mean? I, if that they if they could. did that the they, problem with omaha yeah. is that all the private uh housing real estate companies build those stupid mcmansions out yeah, there that's in exactly omaha, and that's you, all that gets yeah built. you go out to i say we looked at building a house and it's yeah, it's like five hundred thousand dollars, and it's this jackass McMansion, like you said, that's going to built start having shit. Like, built like yeah. shit. And in ten years, you're going to start paying more to fix the house than it's actually worth. And yeah. it's yeah, those houses aren't built to fucking last, dude. They're just uh-huh. not. Nobody builds houses to last anymore. Cars are built to last longer. Cars have they been getting built to last longer? Dude, I mean, think like how many people do you know that drive cars from like 2010, right? Yeah. And they get around fine. You couldn't do that with a 95. My car is a 2005. Yeah, my right. car still gets around pretty good. I mean, yeah. You, uh, yeah. You, people that drive 17, 18 year old cars that get around just fine as compared to, I mean, look at the car, even the new cars in like the 70s and 80s, which is pieces of shit. They really just were garbage. Man. Like, just, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's just. The quality on some things has improved, and other things were like, "Oh, we're just going to be cheaper here." So, they're, yeah, they're cheaper. They're not necessarily like the same quality, but they're like it works mm-hmm. kind of for now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a cheaper build. You still charge more for it, and it mm-hmm. looks really nice, but it's just terrible craftsmanship. 
So it's like, yeah, then you like touch the fucking drywall and you put a hole in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I you mean, lean on that. You lean on the guardrail or the, the rail for the stairs a little too you hard. Fall and over. It just falls off. Yeah. Your dog jumps at the fence and knocks the whole thing over. Uh, yeah. Just that, yeah, that right. kind of ridiculous shit. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to beat my wife and I miss and my hand goes through the drywall. No, like, I, try to throw a beer, I try to throw a beer bottle at her and she yeah, ducks and it puts a hole in the wall. Yeah. What kind of bullshit uh, is that? Man. Horse shit, man. <laughs> I remember back in the day, I'd throw a wire beer bottle at my wife and she'd duck and it just bounce right bounce off, off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there'll still be some beer left in it. <laughs> Dude, my apartments I live in now are straight up built in like the 60s, man. Yeah, ours were built in like the 90s or 80s. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, we're, we're looking at moving out because we're just, it's just time to move out of these apartments, I think. But it's like you said, man, everything's bullshit. Everything, everything, everyone's oh, fucked. <laughs> everyone's fucked. Let's end it with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Roblox will save it. We will Roblox our way out of this. I will distract myself from the impending economic crisis yep, by I, going to a Drake concert in Roblox. Virtually, yeah. We will solve this in the By metaverse. shooting up a Drake concert in Roblox. <laughs> I will go. That's the oh, kind but, of shit that you see on Roblox. Like somebody creates like a thing on there where it's shoot up a Drake concert. <laughs> Before we, I, somebody, some woman got on um, the metaverse thing on the Oculus or whatever. It was a news article I read the other day. She got on it. And as soon like within five minutes of getting on it, like going into one of those like live chat room things, she got gang raped on it. Uh, on yeah, it's true. it's true. I was the, I was the, you harasser. were one of them. You were one of them. <laughs> Dude, how, Take it off your head. It's not like you're actually getting raped. Turn the game off. Like, <laughs> just shut it off. Why would you keep that on? If someone did that to me, I would just quit. Like, it's the internet. What are they going to do? Do ban people from doing it? Like, no.